Welcome to Tigers and 20 Off the Boards, a Go Tigers 247 audio podcast where we bring you breaking news and interviews with players, top recruits, coaches, and influencers from football and basketball across the city of Memphis and around the nation. Now, let's get to the episode. Welcome back to Go Tigers 247's Off the Boards. My name is Kenny Stubblefield, lead digital content creator for Go Tigers 247. And I got a guy that y'all have been waiting to hear from for a minute now. I got a guy on the on the show today that everybody's been asking me about. So here he is. We got him on. It's Asa Martin, running back for the University of Memphis Tigers. What's up, Asa? What's up, man? How you doing? Glad, that, glad you had me on finally. I appreciate that. Man, I'm glad to have you on, man. I know people have been wanting to hear from you for a minute, bro. And I think you have been wanting to talk for a minute, man. You you told me off the air a little something about your motivation, man, and, and, and where you're at. How are you feeling right now? Where are you at? I know you're in your fifth year here at the University of Memphis. You're Well, you're in your fifth year. You're a, a, a senior at the University of Memphis. How are you feeling right now? Uh, I mean, I'm I'm feeling more motivated than ever right now. I mean, you, you know, you you go through and it don't go. It didn't always go out how you planned, but that don't mean you just stop. You know, you just kind of just start blaming whatever. You just keep working, keep your head down, and you know, God has a plan. So, just I'm feeling very motivated right now. I've been working my butt off the last couple months, and I'm just ready to go put it all together this season. Well, and I noticed something immediately. What's the first thing I told you when you came on this call? Oh, Man, Asa, you got big, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've, I've gained a little weight. I've, been, I've, I've hit that hard. Like, my nutrition is one of the things I really hit this offseason. Just trying to make sure every day I'm getting all the stuff I need, getting all the calories I can take, get, putting protein in my body. So, I mean, it's, it's been a huge part of my, of my um, I guess you could say, like, my offseason, offseason plan this year. Have you noticed a difference in your recoverability and your your the the I guess the endurance that you've had over these over the spring and and summer workouts so far? Have you noticed I, a difference since you put on? I definitely have. Uh, the body's getting a lot stronger, you know, muscle wise. But just I guess you could say just endurance, uh, stamina. Just I mean, I, I'm guessing you could say that's eating better. Everything's just you know just feeling a lot stronger, a lot. And I'm getting older too, so a lot wiser. It's a lot wiser. You got that grown. You got that. You got that grown man body now yeah, instead yeah. of the <laughs> 17, 18 year old kid body, exactly. right? Yes, sir. Exactly. No, I know. I know, man. Like, let's 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 take a step back away from just this year and and talk about that. It's been a while since anybody's really been able to talk to you and 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 kind of you know just hear your thoughts on things and. You know, I've I started covering the Tiger football team your the year that you transferred to Memphis, and obviously you had to sit out that year due to due to the transfer um, situation. But um, your name kept coming up. Obviously, you won. You were named Scout Team Player of the Year during your time all during your 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 year off. Um. I mean, everybody was like, man, watch out for this Asa Martin kid. And then I, I started kind of doing some research on you and realized, like, 
coming out of high school, you're number nine in the country, running back prospect. Um, I mean, there was a lot of heat behind you. Obviously, you went to Auburn, then went to Miami for a hot minute, and then came over here. Tell us about your journey, man. Like, it's been a wild ride for you, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been a wild ride, man. I mean, it hadn't always went how I planned, but like I say, in life, you know, it usually doesn't go that way, but, you know, that don't mean we just stop what we're doing and just want to make a bunch of excuses, just kind of keep going. And that's kind of what I've tried to do. Is, and it hasn't always been like the best decision making on my part. You know, I've been young, I've been in situations where maybe I should have made another decision, but I mean, like I say, you always keep going and just keep moving. Um, but my journey I mean, has been it's, <laughs> it's been a little rough. I mean, it's not, I wouldn't say rough, but it's just been like just here and there. And I mean, yes, yeah, I've I, I done that. Uh, but it's just like just trying to find what fits Asa, what, you know, what's going to help me thrive the best and, you know, where – I guess you say where, 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 what place could take my game to the next level, and I, I really thought Memphis could do that. And my um, my decision to come here was solely based off really Daron Tony. I seen those guys went like third was third fourth round like back to back. I I I knew Coach Locke a little bit. I got on the phone with Coach Locke, and it was, I'm like just trying to see what like what was the plan with those guys, and you know what went into that, and. In history ever since I just wanted to come and trust it and you know kind of be a part of that run by you thing that they have going on here man I mean it is like legitimate like the national folks are saying man is Memphis the new running back you it, it is I was saying this three like three years ago it, it is it is so what did you're 22 now right yes sir 22 so what would 22 year old Asa Martin if you could go back knowing what you know now all that you've experienced, all the lessons that you've learned over these last four years. If you could go and say, you remember that LeBron James commercial where he's in the, mm-hmm. in the bedroom with his younger self. Yeah. If you could sit down with young Asa Martin at 17, 18 years old, coming out of high school, what would you say to Asa Martin? I tell him, don't, uh, don't get emotional. I don't make emotional decisions. I'll get ready for a wild ride. And so it's gonna be tough. Like these last five have been really tough, and uh, probably the next the next five are gonna be really tough. But just you know, you can't get emotional and take things personal. So that'd be the only. I, th- I feel like I, I had that problem early on, with, and maybe that was because I was highly re- highly recruited and felt maybe a little entitled. But just you know, you gotta have that. Still gotta have the same you know kind of character as high school and. You know, it's I don't know. It's kind of <laughs> it's it's kind of hard. I ain't trying to like go back on myself. I mean, uh, go back on myself. But you know, everything happens for a reason. You know, still absolutely, no regrets, so absolutely, no regrets in all this, right? Like yeah. we all learn lessons, and in, and in the end, like it's just life, bro. Yeah. Like everything, yeah. everything that you've, everything that that has happened in your life number one is not on accident and it's just life like this is just who we are and what we go through yeah i agree that's what i was in after my freshman year, i was kind of like you know down on myself a little bit everything went going i wanted to my mom just kind of telling me like i guess you know it happens is life is you know i don't think you can do is keep going forward and you know, put my best foot forward every day so that's kind of what i've been trying to do since 
Absolutely. And I think, I mean, obviously when you came to Memphis, when you transferred to Memphis, um, obviously had to sit out that one year. Um, but from, from everybody's expectations and everybody that I was talking to, it was like, Ace is that next guy and running back you. Like he's that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have had a, you have contributed at a high level here at the University of Memphis. But for you, as you've taken a step back and you've um, done inventory on your time even here, to specifically at the University of Memphis, has your time here met your expectations? Like, have you, w- w- where are you at, like, in terms of, of kind of taking inventory on your time here? Have you, are you happy? Are you disappointed? Like, where, what are, where are you at with all that? Uh, I wouldn't say I'm disappointed. You know, this in this in this game, it's always. And at first, I was used to be very mad. And like, if I maybe if I didn't play, but it's like every time you get out there and just get to play in the game, it should be amidst the blessing. You playing college football, making plays, that type of stuff. I mean, it has not. Of course, you have your own expectations. But it hadn't really met my expectation. And of course, I wanted to come in here and be the, the next guy right after Penny. So we'd be going right out. But I mean it, and I think you know every like I say everything happens for a reason, and you know, my my time just had came yet. So I'm you know praying I can just go put it all together and finally you know put put together what I came to Memphis for. It was you know to show I'm one of those versatile backs, just like you know the rest of those guys that go do kind of the same thing in the NFL as well. I am I am constantly in awe of watching guys like yourself. And from a distance, you know, I'm obviously I'm not in your meetings. I'm not in your, you know, in your your position meetings. I'm not in the office. Like, I don't get to hang out with you on a daily basis. Um, but I just from an outsider's perspective, seeing the level of grind and the level of hard work that you guys put into your craft and not just I mean, dude, I fell out of school in college twice and I wasn't even a athlete like how like how do you guys like where does that grind and that determination to constantly work constantly and juggling all the things that you have to juggle where does that come from uh, i think it's just honestly i think it starts a lot at like from my parents you know even if you're in two two uh parent homes they even grew up in a single home like it's i know me i've always seen my mom grind 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 and work and like you know, just it was it was something to be done. Something to, if it's not this, we're doing that, and you know what I'm saying. So it's just kind of like the like you know you've seen your your mom doing all for all her life. You know, all just kind of help and take care of you. So it's just like you know why would why would I not do the same? It's, and I'm not working. I'm playing a little football, going to school, I'm going to take a couple classes. It's, that, that ain't the hard job, you know. And of course, in, in, in my mind, it's not so. It's kind of I mean, it's, it's a it's a tough task, you know. Got to have some time management. Got to you know stay on stay on your stuff. But I, mean, I think it just comes from seeing you know your your people who raise you, you know the the values and you know just, just how how you were raised. Honestly, one of the things I love to understand about athletes is their why, like why they do the things that they do, why they keep grinding, why they you know hustle through you know all the setbacks changes you know all towards meeting kind of an ultimate goal um i noticed on your twitter um the other day that you 
experience that you've been kind of walking through the death of a really good friend of yours and that's Alabama state linebacker, awesome Harris. And, um, man, I, I saw on your Twitter that you, you basically said, man, you're going to be with me forever. Everything I do, I'm going to continue to grind and, and work hard and all this kind of stuff and, and kind of do it in his honor. Um, have you, does that kind of the loss of a friend, like awesome, does it, does it motivate you? Like, how does that, how do you handle those kinds of losses in your life and continue to push forward? Well, this is, this one's different because Austin, like Austin's my little brother. That's it's not, it's not my face, like my little, like my baby brother who since forever, like I can ever remember has been kind of right there. It's always been me, him, my mom. So the three of us, we all, you know, she raised me and, me and him. Our dads weren't involved, but, you know, it's just kind of like living together. It's all, it's us three. So, I mean, that's oh, kind of so awesome. Awesome is your brother. brother. Yes, sir. It's my, my baby brother. Oh my God, dude. I'm so sorry. No, it's, you know, a lot of, and that's a lot of people don't really know. Like we all, like I never wanted to try to take like Ace's, uh, Ace's like, it's, it's, it's Austin's big brother. Like I always wanted, you know, you have your own, you know, you be, you have your own image and be your own man. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'll, I'll do the same. I, I, I don't never want to like kind of overshadow him or, and he just kind of wanted him to always have his own path as well. So, and he, the last couple of weeks showed him, like, he, he really did that. He, you know, he's only two years behind me. So, my my senior year when all the scouts and everything, all the stuff was coming around, you know, he never tried to, you know, still the, you know what I'm saying? Just, he was just always him, always awesome. Uh, just never really, like, he was just a true, genuine guy, like, always wanted to you know be yourself and so that that definitely brings I mean, it's it's, it's something I'm still dealing with but it's it's like a, like I say I'm more motivated than ever man it's just it's kind of even it's kind of like a hard motivation to talk about it's just kind of something like you know what your mindset is set to do and there's nothing nothing in the world that, that won't let that mindset happen well Asa man I'm 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 sorry that that your family is dealing with that right now. Um, condolences to you and your mom um, from us here at Go Tigers two four seven. Man, I'm I'm sorry I did not know that he, that was that awesome was your younger brother. Yeah. Um, See, really, rest no in peace one to him, other man. than from being back at home, like no one would even really know that we're we're brothers. And that's I always kind of like fought, like because I was always tough on him, but I want him to be his own man. Like I didn't want, you know, he's Ace's little brother and all that. Like I, I never really wanted that for. Wow. Now, oh, come, go be your own man and just, you know what I'm saying, create your own image. And that's, that's exactly what he did. He done that. Well, man, I know, um, condol- like I said, condolences to you and your family, man. Yes, um, sir. been clear and you even mentioned it you know from the time you got here to Memphis it was part of your recruitment here you know you saw Tony Pollard you saw Daryl Henderson and you're like man like 
you know, I want to be a part of that. Like those guys got to the league. Like I want to be a part of whatever's in the water over there at Memphis when it comes to to the running back room. But it's been clear for the entire time you've been there um, and coming into this year that the running back room has been a source of extreme depth for the Tigers. Like there is a lot of pretty fantastic running backs that that are that are in that running back room uh, right now. And mm-hmm. and so. Um, how do you guys, like, you got, it's you, um, Marquavius, it's, uh, Dreek, it's Brandon, it's Jay, it's all these guys, oh, yeah. it's and and Darius coming into the, mm-hmm. into the fold now. <laughs> you got six dudes that could legitimately yeah. could play yeah. at any given time. And I probably am missing a couple, um, how do you guys plan on utilizing all that talent? Like, what? How are you? How are you going to get the touches, Asa? I, I, I pray Coach Cramsey has a night. You know, I just you know they'll do the work to trust that Coach Cramsey has a nice plan to you know put the team in the best position. But just as far as like all of us being in that room together, man, it's it's all competition. Like it's like we we really push each other, and it's not the competition where it's like. We're all down to the throws. It's it's kind of like more of a silent. Like we're running sprints. Like we us six know. Like you you better not be last. Like even though mm-hmm. like who's gonna be last? You know what I'm saying? It's always like a. It's always just kind of like a. Who's not not who's gonna one up the other, but just you know, we're pushing each other. Like right. If, if, if Drew he he's probably gonna run the his his a uh, hundred one ten at maybe sixteen seconds. I'm, I'm going to get in that 16 seconds too. You know what I'm saying? If we're in the weight room and, you know, we're 70% and maybe it's 450 on and, you know what I'm saying? My weight may not be 450. I may want to go try to do 450 if I see Brandon and, and there he is doing that. So it's just kind of like, a, you know, we push each other, always make, you know, always make sure we get each other better and we kind of hold that room to like the standard that it's supposed to be. We know what was said, you know, what those guys in front of us done. So it's just kind of trying to uphold that and just, you know, keep that thing going, keep that tradition going. I was talking to Brandon earlier in the month, and I asked him, I said, you think Coach Cramsey's got a set, a, a package in the offensive set where every single skill position is going to be filled by somebody from right. that running back room? <laughs> he said, he said, maybe. <laughs> yeah, he, he definitely could. He could. <laughs> So who, let me ask you this: Have you ever come in last on the sprints? I'm not coming last. I ain't been. I ain't the fastest, but I ain't. I ain't gonna come in last. So I ain't gonna come in last. Who is the fastest on that in that running back room? If you had to take a guess, who do you think is the fastest? It's probably gonna be surprising, but I think I think Coffee is the fastest guy in the room. Coffee is sneaky Fast. athletic. Like, like that dude is yeah. that dude is a freak. He's athletic. I yeah, I think talking. everybody's really, you know, the the Tigers have kind of, um, there have been a group of people that have made a lot of money playing on Sundays that are that have played that kind of Tony Pollard position, and I see and Darius kind of fulfilling part of that role, but also you this year, like that's a role. There's something like. You know, you got big body backs like Marquavius and Drake, man. Like that, if you needed to line up and get two, three yards, man, they're gonna get it exactly. for you any day of the. But they can also pop one and go. 
but then yourself, you're an extremely effective guy out of the slot, like out of the the backfield into the flats and and receiving the ball as well, which mm-hmm. is something that you know the Tigers have always been extremely effective with that kind of a running back. You know, obviously Tony, um, I mean. Kenny Gainwell kind of revolutionized that position in his one year at the University of Memphis. Like he was, what was he? he had 200 yards receiving, 200 yards running in one game. You know, like um, how do you – how do you see that, yourself kind of – was, was that the two-lane game Kenny did it? Yeah, I think so. I think it was a two-lane game. That was probably the best. Like just seeing a running back go do that, I'm like, like oh, my God. If coach uses me like this next year, like, I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, we, I remember it was like two plays back to back. He may have called one out the backfield, then he went to the, the number one receiver and called like a hitch and took it to the crib. And he called a, like, didn't he catch, he caught like a fade pattern. Yes. Like back did, shoulder yes, fade. Yes, a back shoulder fade. He did. Yes. Yes. He did catch a back shoulder fade. We worked that throw. And we're like sitting here going, day. that's a running back, bro. Right. Like yes. a running back should Let me ask you this. Like, how. What does it take to be that comfortable? And you got you've got really good hands for a running back. Are you like you feel comfortable in those kinds of sets as well? Like where you could run those kind of routes because it's not just the catching the ball; it's the route running like, as well. Yes. I, I I feel like, and you know, of course, depending on who's going, like if there's a, if they bring their backer out or you know if they leave the corner out on, I almost feel like I have an advantage at at, at, the, at, at the slot position. I mean, I've played it a lot. My, I feel like my raw running is pretty good. Of course, you know, I still love being in the backfield, but if you, I feel like I always, this has always been me. If you put me one-on-one with a backer, especially in a lot of space, it's going to be very, like, that guy, it's going to be very good heart for that guy to win. So, me and so that's what and, normally happens, right? Yeah. Like, you get if you get lined up in the slot, most of the time a linebacker is coming over to run man on you, right? Yeah, yeah. Is that like barbecue chicken for you when man, you see that? He, man, it's like it's, it's, it's like Sunday dinner at Grandma's so house. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's getting ready to eat, bro. So. An extra helping of, of greens and yeah. an extra helping oh, of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. barbecue chicken, man. That's I. It's going to be interesting. That, and I think that that's what's going to be really interesting about the running back room this year is I do think that with – with the level of talent you guys have and and not just the talent but the the different kinds of skill sets that you guys have y'all are going to be pushed to to do a lot this a lot. year yes yes and i was uh freshman sudden smith came in and i mean he was just kind of talking and he was like um he was asking about the role like kind of the position that tony played and i was like bro like as long as we go make plays like you know they're going because I guess kind of like last year, that position kind of, as far as a running back being there, kind of like went away from it a little bit. But I was just telling them, like, bro, as long as we go make plays and, you know, do what we're supposed to do, they had, like, that they're, they're going to they're gonna put us in a position to make plays at that spot and in space versus backers and, you know, being in the slot and uh, kind of doing some of those things that, that Kenny did and, and, and Tony. So, you know, it's just, just about going to make plays and, I think it was Cramsey handled the rest and just putting us in a position to make the play. What is that? How much has football changed in that regard position wise? Like the fact that, you know, back in the day, like old school football, the running back was just lined up behind the quarterback and 
ran between the 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 offensive line would every once in a while kick out like you know sweeps you know things like that but I mean the the new age running back is required to you got to be able to catch passes well, and you got to be able to block well, and you got to yes. be able to run you got to be able to do pretty much everything yes and that's the, I, I think the game has changed in a way speaking of running back anyway I think it kind of helps the little like it, and I'm a little guy it, it helps the little guys like. If if you're not you're not what six one two forty five or just like a, a way bigger back like it's not that you know back in the, back in the day is running so much power and just straight downhill downhill gas it's not the it's not the same anymore it's a lot of and I think that that goes because the defense has changed some of the, some most defenses are taking the back off the field and they they're now putting a DB or Nickel, kind of like a small exactly yeah. and and that creates. That creates a little a little matchup for the for the running back, I think, because I mean you're you're putting one backer on to guard that guy to guard that guy, who's I mean essentially depending on the back, he could be just as skilled as a receiver. So that I mean, and I think that's why the NFL like and Tony and uh, and Kenny and those guys that's why they really thrive because of how the game is switched in the NFL. I guess a lot of one-on-one, who, like, who can win, and coming out of the backfield, you're just winning. So I think the game has changed for the running back, you know, in a, a very positive way. Well, I mean, you look at it in the NFL, and if you want to take it strictly Memphis, guys, you've got a guy like Antonio Gibson who came into college playing receiver, didn't play a down of running back until his junior year at the – no – his senior year at the University of Memphis, 6'2", 220, and now he's a full-time running back in the it, NFL. The number, like, number one and, running back, that's crazy. So you got him who, who's got the hands and the route running of a receiver with the ability to run the way he does, and then you add Debo Samuel into that. Then you add all these different dudes who, like, receivers that are coming back. To me, it feels like football is – changing to where it is exploiting the matchups, right? Like yes. exploitation of matchups. That's the name of the game now. Like that is the name of the game. If you have a matchup and your guy's better until they stop it, you should go to your guy. Run it every time. Run until it. You stop like me. Kenny never I mean Tulane never stopped Kenny that when we played him and he went to, went to him, went to him, went to him. And right. He literally exploited that matchup all night long. And I'm sure that was like in the game plan, but that's that's all. When in this is a piggyback off you saying talk about Debo when he had that little run last year, like yeah, uh, bro. I was I'm like, bro, keep like keep going. You know, it's yeah. of course he probably don't want to be paid as a running back, but I still think you help you help the team more. I mean, if if you can pay one guy to run in and catch it, like you're way more valuable to the team than you know what I'm saying just. Yeah, especially in talking NFL anyway. So it's I, I love it. I, I love it. I love it. I love the chess match that football brings to the table. Like the chess match that happens. Like you know, there's a chess match in basketball, and I I understand the game of basketball in terms of strategy a lot better than I do football. Mm-hmm. But there is something about the strategy and the chess match with football that is just like because you got eleven guys on one side, eleven guys on the other. And everybody's got to do their job. 
And if one person messes that job up, then that play is dead. And so it's finding those matchups, man. I love it. Um, so you, you mentioned Sutton Smith a few minutes ago, um, kind of piggybacks up to the next question. What are some of the, who are some of the young guys in the running back room that you've been impressed with so far this year? Uh, I've been, I've been very impressed with Sutton. I mean, he came in as a guy, you know, he, you can tell he played at a really good high school. You know, they, they ran really good stuff. And footwork is, is not is – once the, the biggest thing is making that transition to college and high school is like it's the foot – it's like the little stuff, like the footwork. It's like making a pocket. Or is it running making a way? Footwork, making a pocket. Um, it's like those little things. And he can, really came in and already had had some of those characteristics. Of course, we haven't gotten him pads or anything yet. So, you know, we'll, 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 we'll see then. But – I'm really, I'm really impressed with Seton. Man, he's he's gonna. I think he's gonna be able to make some plays. The guy is fast. Like dude is Duke and roll. A young guy. Can yeah, roll. I'm also impressed with uh, the new quarterback, uh, JC French. Yeah, dude. I, I I personally think like that guy is. I, I seen him sling it like three times in seven on seven, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. Got a little cannon on him, doesn't oh, he? Oh yes, he does. A little yeah. small body quarterback, but yeah. can got a little can throw yeah. that ball, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. You ever, have you tried to catch a? Have you had to catch a pass from uh, Tevin yet? I have. Yeah. <laughs> every he plays everything he got into it, bro. Like every that's what every I heard. Time, almost I heard every time, that. Every time, like he's, you're like chill. Yes. Hey, hey, chill, man. <laughs> yes, yes. I know you remember that throw from the spring game. Yeah. Uh, when he's rolling out, okay. We're doing scramble drill, and like almost every time, he Tevin makes that same throw. He's right. gonna like scroll roll out, and you know, just trying to on the run. And he, he, I mean, he makes it every time. But I mean, the first time ever doing it, he did that. I'm like, oh, he has a cannon too. Like this guy, this guy has a cannon. But, he yeah, is a was, big dude, man. Oh yeah, he is oh, a yeah. big guy. Oh yes, oh, yeah. dude, his his upside is insane. Like just. Seeing him making his transition from the spring, uh, early spring to the spring game, to even now, you know, he's in the playbook a lot more. Man, that dude's upside is insane. Like, I, I think he'll, I think he'll be really good as well. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's what everybody's been telling us is if he could get the if he can transition well to understanding the 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 work ethic off the field, mm-hmm. the natural skill set of tossing the ball is there yes, like it's yes. it's all he's got it all yep. yeah so what are your expectations this year I know um and not expectations in terms of wins and losses but expectations in terms of the offense as a whole one of the things that I mean Memphis, the Memphis offense has been notoriously been one of the most high octane offenses in in college football for years and years um you've got a new a new offensive coordinator and and Tim Cramsey. You've got a second year with Seth Hennigan, who came in as a freshman, and this rarely happens, but came in as a freshman and 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 balled out, right? Like showed this dude's got it, and then came in this year in the midst of a quarterback competition and said, "This is my team, bro. <laughs> like you're gonna have to come in here and take it from me." And it was not taken from him. He's so eighteen year old freshman, eighteen year old freshman. <laughs> right what what are your expectations man like are you um your expectations that 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 the that offense will even though the, st- the statistics were great last year you think it's going to be raised up a little bit you think it's going to be i definitely think it's going to be raised up a little bit man. i mean 
anytime you're taking a second year or a quarter, uh, quarterback in that just learned a lot from his first year and was really good in his first year, I think, like, this year is the, it, it'll be even better. I mean, Seth, you know, it's even some of the, like, he, he played really well last year, but it's just, I mean, he's still a freshman. So just him taking the first, like, him just learning from his freshman stuff and just bringing it on to year two, which already we, we've already seen him. Mean, he's breaking down defenses. He's at the facility all day. Like, that that guy's, like, he's football, football, football. And I, when you're a quarterback, like, I love that for my quarterback. You know, it's, and so for him to just, you know, come in year two and just take that next step, I think it'll it'll take us where, like, wherever, honestly. It'll, it'll definitely be a lot of improvement. I think the offense will it'll, – it'll get right back to that, what you've been used to seeing in Memphis offense. So I think – and I think that rise a lot. Not to put a lot of pressure on that, but, it, I mean, there is some – there is a little pressure on him. Well, he, he – and he wants that pressure, right? Exactly. Like, just like yourself – you want that pressure. You're like, yeah. you, you don't shy away from that stuff. No. That's what makes y'all different, man. That's what makes high level division one athletes different from anybody else is that pressure doesn't make you fold. Yep. I agree. It, I mean, it's kind of something you've been dealing with. It's like, so like, can you do it or not? And you think, you know, you're thinking of yourself and like, I know, I know I can do it. And that's, that's kind of just that confidence. And, and that's, that's what Seth kind of showed me a lot. Like, should have been a freshman and having that much confidence. I'm like sometimes we're all play together. I'm like, bro, you like you are bad. You know what I'm saying? Just like you are. <laughs> he 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 really impressed me, bro. Like that. So, uh, this is gonna be this is legit. The guys, legit. I asked I asked Ryan Silverfield this question, but did you notice coming back into this year, Seth kind of have a little bit of a swag to him that he didn't have last year? I always thought Seth had swag. I'm not gonna like not saying we're not saying he didn't have, but like. Just kind of how he carries. I always thought that was his like swag. Like I noticed that early on, like when he first got here, like he has his own persona. Like he's not a follower. He's not gonna like he he's he has his own. You know, he has his own has a brain for himself. Like he, and like that on his own. But he his swag did to kind of up a little bit coming back. It it did it did. You can tell he's like a little calmer. Like he's just you know probably ain't just worried too much too worried. But you know he's still working. Just trying to be a better player every day. So, being confident in yourself is like doesn't mean that everybody has to look the same. It means that you're confident in what you do, do. and who you are. Yes. And there's yes, let me say. I saw a video of him last year where he was wearing like some T-shirt that had like it was some like like little nerdy video game T-shirt, yeah, and he yeah. was unapologetic, yeah, bro. Like that's him. this that's is me. Him. Yeah, that is him. That, like that is that is him. He's been that way since since he first stepped on campus. Like that's that's been Seth. And I'm not changing, is what he's yeah, saying. I'm he I'm gonna be he's that not. guy. He's not. All right, I got a couple more questions for you before I let you get out of here. Um, I was actually talking to uh, Jacob Likes a few weeks ago, and he brought up this um, idea, um, and then he shared a couple of stories about his welcome to Memphis moment, where he mm -hmm. realized as a freshman coming in that college football was different, that it was just different than what he had experienced. And um, he mentioned specifically he lined up on the offensive line in practice against Bryce Huff. Um, as a freshman, Bryce Huff was a fifth-year senior. Bryce Huff is now a starting um, – I think he's playing for the Jets. Yeah. Starting defensive lineman for the Jets. And – 
he talked about how he had to go up against him in practice and just the craziness of that situation. I know you didn't start your college career at Memphis, but did you have a what was Asa Martin's welcome to college moment where you realized, oh my God? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I could, I, I got a pretty, I got a pretty, okay, it was, it's probably like, maybe been the first, first week of training camp where I'm at Auburn and uh, I'm running like second team. So we're ones are going against the twos. And it may be, we may be doing tempo. And I'm going against uh, Derek Brown, is the one nose guard, and I'm the, I'm the two <laughs> running back. And I forgot, I don't know who the center was, but we called inside zone. It's inside zone going left, and like soon as the and this is like tempo, so I mean, we may have run a we ran a play before that, and then we're lining up to go to the next play. And I mean, before I could even get the handoff, like Derek is through the through the mm. center into me, and he's tackling both of us. Mm. Yeah, so that was my like, and like with the power, he still came with trying to tackle him. both guys. Like the other guy was two, three hundred pounds too. I mean, it's that a was nose kind guard. Of Say it again. He's a nose guard, three hundred pounds, exactly three hundred pounder. And that's, I mean, there's that's why Derek was top top ten pick. So, but that was did probably you see, my. Did you ever see that video? And I still watch it when uh, um, Jadavian Clowney. Yeah. Was that against yeah. Notre Dame, or was it Michigan? It was Michigan. Michigan. Yeah, it was Michigan. It was Michigan. Yeah, it's Michigan was, versus South Carolina. Wow. That, no, was it that like kind that. of a play? I went. He didn't hit me as hard as uh, as he did there, but it was almost exactly like that. Yes, yes. Oh, like he literally, like he talked. He's tackling both of us going down, and he's oh, he's, he's talking a lot of stuff and, and calling you know called me a little freshman and all that. But that was <laughs> that was probably my welcome to college moment, like. It's a, different, it's a different oh, game yeah. out here now. Oh, yeah. 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 All right. If you uh, – let's do this. Um, here's a, some fan questions for you. Fans want to get to know a little bit about Asa Martin. Um, what's your favorite place to eat in the city of Memphis? Let's see. Uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. I'm a um, – How'd you get that? How'd you get that extra eleven pounds on on you this off season? <laughs> I'm a big fan of uh, I'm a big fan of Gus's chicken, Gus fried chicken. I love. Uh, you like the hot? You like the hot heat? No, I'm not a fan of hot spicy thing. I, I just like the regular season. Yeah. I'm not really a fan of spice. Gus but, has got that little fire to it, man. It does. Uh, another restaurant, Sofa. I love Sofish. Ooh, Sofish is like. I get the I get the catfish. I like the chicken oh, tenders as well, but man, they cater chicken tenders too as that practice. But I love I love the catfish. If you get a chance to go to the restaurant, check out their Memphis po' boy. Oh my gosh, okay. man, the sandwich okay. with the pork. Oh, okay, man. Fire I, 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 with, coleslaw, with coleslaw on it, man. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. Soulfish is awesome. I've uh, uh, awesome. recently tried a new restaurant, uh, Hogwild. When I got some mm. nachos from there a couple of days ago, my girlfriend told me about it. Yeah, Hogwild is good. All right. This question has stumped people, but I've gotten some really good answers too. So um I'm I'm excited to hear yours. Um if you could only watch one movie and listen to one album for the rest of your life, what would it be? 
<laughs> one movie. My one movie would probably be Friday Night Lights. It's probably Friday Night Lights. I could watch the that movie. The enough. movie or the the television series. The movie. The movie. Yeah, the movie yeah. was the movie came out before the television series, right? That's the one with Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah, and all, yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. I could I could watch that every. I mean, all, all day, every day. One album. Let's see. Probably Lil, Lil Wayne, the Carter Five. Like that's you can't. I don't Amen. think you go wrong with Lil Wayne. No, I don't think. I don't think so. <laughs> where do you put him in the pantheon of rappers? Where do you, you? Who's your top five? If you had to, if you had to name out a top five that you listen to, who would it be? I'll go in no specific order. I'll go. I got you. I'll go Jay Z, Lil Wayne. I'm gonna be a young boy fan, so I, I have to throw him in there. Yep. Uh, Tupac and Biggie is top five. You think too? So, do you listen to Tupac and Biggie still? I, 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 a little bit, like every you know, a song come on every now and then. But I, it's more of just on the culture influence of why. I got you. Like, yeah, I, keep yeah. them, I would always like what they. I think what they did for with hip hop is kind of why it is where it is today. So, I mean, I'm an old dude. Like Tupac and Biggie were big when I was in when I was young, young and. Dude. My actually, what made me decide to marry my wife was the fact that she could rap every Biggie song <laughs> out there. Like yeah. she's she's this she's a Snow White man. She's uh she's yeah. she was over there rapping. I met her and I'm I'm a big rap fan and she was she was um rapping all the Biggie songs. I was like, okay, I'm gonna marry you. Yeah, yeah. All right, how do you? How does Ace Martin? Last question for you. How do you decompress from football? What are some hobbies that you're into? Um, big fisher. Uh, I'm a, I'm a, I like, I can play a little poker as well. Um, what's your game of choice? I'm hold them. You like hold them? Yeah, I'm a hold them guy. Uh, kind of just like to chill, like just to chill and relax, you know. Just I love sleep as well. You know, I don't know what college, what college football player loves sleep, right? Um, some other things. Love to play the video. Uh, love to play the, the video game MLB the show. If anybody like, wants oh the to play, show, yeah, MLB the show. the show. Yes, yeah. If anybody you know want, wants to play, I'm always down to play the show. Play online a lot. So I love it. Hey man, listen, Asa, it's been a pleasure, bro. And I've I've really been excited to actually get a chance to talk to you, man. After seeing you in the post game stuff, being able to talk to you and. Um, getting you on this podcast was a goal of mine. So I really appreciate you joining me, man. And I am excited to see what you do this year. Cause I know, I know the talent level is absolutely there. And I know that all this, all the stuff that you've been through and all the, the grind and the hustle that you've, you've, uh, been through and you, you're continuing to, to, to hustle and grind and do all those things, man, this year is going to be a big year for you and yes, I'm praying for health for you, praying that, that, you know, all those things are that you just had the year that you that you deserve to have. Yes, yeah, sir. I appreciate that, man. I'm I'm looking to just go, you know, keep keep working my butt off, put it all together, you know, just go win some games and get back to the New Year's Six game and just have have that that nice experience. I really really wish we could have like a 2019 kind of experience, but maybe even a little better. So, me and the team we're working pretty hard right now. We're, we're definitely gonna try to go get there. 
All right, man. Have a great rest of your day, bro. You too. I appreciate you, bro. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tigers and 20 Off the Boards. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love for you to leave a rating and a comment wherever you download your podcast. If you are interested in daily content all about the University of Memphis athletic program, head over to www.gotigers247.com. Articles are published daily, and you can join the Go Tigers 247 family by signing up for a VIP membership for even more behind-the-scenes information. 